Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, April 15th. 2020 is the year. I am your host, Will Hunter, and I am joined by my committed to Arizona State co-host, Matt Sheehan. Forks up. Forks up, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Matt, uh, what is the exact text you sent me at like 1230 in the morning yesterday? Was it the (laughs) L-M-A-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O? Forks up, baby, text? Was, was that one to you? <laughs> that was the one. Okay, gotcha. all caps, forks up, baby. Yeah, yeah, because we hung up and I just figured that, okay, well, 12 out of 12 crystal balls still point to um, Joshua Christopher heading to Ann Arbor. Yeah, that's life. That sort of thing happens. Wait a minute. Oh, that's that's not the logo at the end of his uh, commit video. That's a Sun Devil logo. Oh boy, <laughs> Joshua Christopher's not going to Ann Arbor. So, hey, whatever. They's got to settle with recruiting class. Still solid. Headline by Isaiah Todd. And yeah, Wolverines got a, got themselves a good class coming in. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, we don't do a ton of Michigan stuff as a Michigan State podcast, but boy, do we enjoy when bad things happen to the University of Michigan. And then it leaked into a Michigan State thing. Um, And so there was a lot of topics bandied about. So we want to talk about that a bit as well, because it was a hilarious kind of 12 to 18 hour stretch on the old Twitter machine. So we want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are also going to talk about uh, it's kind of a hodgepodge here, smorgasbord episode. Um, we're gonna do a football segment, and it's gonna be I've got something to say about Mel Tucker, some evidence that I want to present to the jury about Mel Tucker. Uh, we have to talk about my favorite recruit ever, and then yeah. Michigan State is going to be adding another recruit tomorrow or no today as you listen to this tomorrow as we record later today it may have already happened depending on what time you're listening uh to it so we're going to talk about that little football smorgasbord hodge podge segment two and then we will jump to a listener question and in, in uh segment three matt's got a good one that he really uh wants to tee off there so that's the plan for today's show reminder to rate review and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We're still doing this every single day, Matt. Five days yeah. a week. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Sports or no sports. We're doing five days a week. Um, probably through April. And then, you know, into May and June and July, we'll slow down a bit. Um, like we did last uh, year. We wanted to continue with the, the five episodes for now. Um, but, you know part of the network thing is the college host in the offseason and really whatever your offseason is if you're NBA NHL uh, NFL you kind of taper off a little bit in the months where you're off so we will eventually taper off a teeny bit um, but we'll still be doing three episodes a week at our slowest times in the middle of the summer so plenty of content coming your way sports or no sports Matt are you ready I've never been more ready Will this has been a fun day let's keep it rolling Let's keep it rolling. Um. So if, if, if I can, <laughs> Go ahead. just like yeah. you were saying earlier, obviously, hey, welcome to a Michigan State podcast. Yeah, we don't talk a lot about Michigan, especially like when they miss out on recruits. Everyone misses out on recruits. Sure. Find me a program that hasn't missed out on their top target in the last calendar year or a top target. Well, it's just I just find it funny. I just find it funny. And this has a little extra stank on it. 
because I find it funny that the last X amount of months, we get the whole, okay, fine, you guys won. Well, ha, huh, Juwan Howard's got his recruits coming and you guys are in trouble. Oh, just wait until old Juwan gets his recruits. He's got Todd. He's got Joshua Christopher. Oh, Sparty, you're in big trouble. Oh, who cares if you won the Big Ten title? We've got Todd and Christopher coming in because Juwan gets his recruits. Well, I missed when Juwan Howard changed jobs and went to Tempe. I must have missed that hmm. in the last few weeks, months, whatever he took the job. That's why it's just a little funny to me. I just find it funny. That, that's all. Just We just keep on hearing about recruits and how everything's just going swimmingly over there. And Uh-oh. Christopher's a sun devil. Well, okay. Still got Todd in the back pocket. What? Huh? He's leaving. <laughs> what a what a banner 14 hours for for anyone that doesn't like Michigan. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> if you don't know Michigan basketball was the heavy favorite to land the number 10 player in the class had the number 12 player in the class already committed and in the span of 12 hours the number 12 player instead committed to Arizona State. Um, or the number 10 player, excuse me, Christopher, Josh Christopher committed to Arizona State, and then the player they had already committed, Isaiah Todd, uh, uncommitted from the University of Michigan and signed an agent to play professional basketball for a year overseas before going to the NBA. So, yeah, it was quite the... Uh, Quite the uh, the fall from grace there for the uh, the Michigan program, and it's really, um, I, I guess, funny is the the best way to say it. Like, hey, oh, hilarious, hey, hilarious, hey, hey, Michigan basketball fans, welcome to trying to recruit top ten players. Welcome to yeah. the five star world. This is what happens, bud. You're going to get your heart ripped out. You're going to be like, yep, we got Jabari Parker locked in. Boom, here comes Duke. Oh, we got Cliff Alexander, five-star locked in, surefire pro. Here comes the bag, man. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to think you have great shots. Oh, Vernon Carey's cup. Nope. Isaiah yeah. Stewart. Oh, he went to Washington. Why did he go to Washington? The bag. Like it just. The bag. Yeah. It's it happens when you're dealing with kids who are legitimate NBA prospects, one and done prospects. You're gonna get your heart broken. You're gonna have recruiting headaches, and you'll get wins too. You'll land your Miles Bridges, your Jaron Jacksons, etc. You'll you'll get your guys, but you're also gonna swing and miss a lot more, and it's gonna hurt a lot more because those are program year defining guys like had they gotten Josh Christopher and Isaiah Todd Michigan would be a preseason top five top 10 team legit national title contender now they're gonna have to scrap their butts off to you know be a ranked team for the entirety of the year that's just Mm -hmm. it it hurts more welcome to the game oh it's a shame oh it's horrible I did enjoy makes me sick I did enjoy the very quick pivot because this it this rivalry like there's no need to hide from it. The opposing fan bases enjoy seeing bad things happen to each other. Michigan State fans found it very funny what happened to Michigan fans, and Michigan fans probably found it hilarious when Jabari Parker, um, you know, was a Michigan State lean all along and then ended up at Duke, right? Like uh, that yeah. kind of stuff. It's just part of the rivalry. I did enjoy the Michigan sort of clap back to uh, MSU was, well, what have you guys done lately? <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> that w- There's a lot of things. I mean, I, I guess just pivot to football if you want to. But right now on the basketball court, there's not so much 
you could say. And they were still... Uh, someone seriously said, someone actually said Michigan State's biggest wins in basketball have been Michigan's losses. And buddy, I don't even know where that comes nah, from. He, well, he, he's got a point if you take away all the Final Fours that we've recently seen, all the wins in the rivalry, all the big wins uh, that have brought us to Final Fours, all <laughs> the conference straight, titles, three Big Ten tournament, conference, conference titles, tournament titles. Yeah, if you take all that away, I guess they got somewhat of a point. Sure, yeah. Yeah, but Michigan State was number one in the preseason, Matt. And at one point, they oh, weren't ranked. Shoot. Oh, the humanity! For and you know what? Week. They only won five straight to end their season, not <laughs> six straight. So, oh, got you, Sparty. Oh <laughs> man, it, they they pull out all the stops. If you had a uh, Michigan basketball trash talk bingo card, the entire thing was filled today. Oh, it was, it was oh sensational! Just people embarrassing themselves left and right and center. I absolutely loved it as someone who was doing a Michael Flatley tap dance routine on the grave. Ooh-wee, they just kept on trying to come and be like, but, 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 but we, we played in the last national title game other than you guys. Yeah, you guys still lost. But by, we, we, by a hundred. We, we both we, we did. We won the, the Atlantis Hootenanny. We won that tournament. You guys didn't win any tournament this year. Okay, okay, nice. Yeah, you, you go pimp that vacation tournament title out. Whatever's going to make you sleep better tonight without Joshua, Joshua Christopher, whatever the hell his name is, or uh, Isaiah Todd. Just go, go, go make yourself happy however you please. It was incredible mental was gymnastics. The 49th best, or what, 45th best record. That was my That favorite. was an all-timer. That was a, ooh, maybe we're just trying to take another break here. Michigan <laughs> that was State, tough. preseason number one, and finish with the 45th best record in the ah, country. Yes. The popular stat of nationally ranked records. With the conference title in your back pocket for the third year in a row. Oh, the just, Big oh that, Ten. that was the dagger. How how do you recover from that? The well? Big Ten and the Ivy League are exactly the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can't, you can't argue that. Michigan Man. State wishes they had the season Northern Kentucky had 23-9. and nine. <laughs> Yes. Murray State, 23-9. and nine. Yeah, Wright shoot. State, the Racers, Horizon League twenty-five and seven, better than Michigan State season. Yeah, Eastern man. Washington, the Big Sky, twenty-three and eight. Colgate, <laughs> twenty-five and nine in the Patriot League. How do we recover? How do we ever recover? All of these teams are a hundred and eighteenth or worse in Ken Palm. Mm. <laughs> Just flat bad basketball teams. Not shoot. any good at all. And they are uh, apparently, you know. Better than Michigan State this year. More a success than winning the uh, going away best conference, deepest conference in college basketball. Yep, that's that's how we measure stuff here uh, in the college hoops world. What do you think MSU will do with those banners now that they gotta, you know, roll them back up and ship them out of Breslin Center? Do you think I, they go to third world country to be enjoyed, or I think they happens? just like mail it to Colgate. Like, oh, I understand. Okay. You guys had a better record out. for uh, than yeah. us. You deserve this. You, Colgate, the uh, clean teeth. I don't know their 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 uh, nickname. Uh, Patriots. Patriots. They seem like the Patriots. They're in the Patriot League. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. Good. Patriots. I stand by it. Uh, you guys lost to uh, Niagara 93-82 to in overtime. That's 300th in the country, Niagara. That is the exact same as losing to Duke or Kentucky. Exact yeah, same type of loss. One is a loss. The other one is a loss. They're the same. 
Well, it's 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 tough times. It's tough times to be a state fan coming off of three straight Big Ten titles. Yep. Two good recruits coming in, and oh yeah, that's right. Tom Izzo is your coach, and you still have a great roster coming back next year. It's yep. it's tough, man. It's, it's tough. tough. It's tough having the best average prospect rating in recruits again for like the sixth time in the last decade. It's nice. tough. It's tough. Colgate Raiders, by the way. To oh, back. Colgate Raiders. My apologies to all the Colgate uh, yeah, Raiders to, to out our there. Colgate listeners. Yes. <laughs> Matt, yeah. Give me your best guess. What state is Colgate in? Oh, give me uh, Pennsylvania. All these seem to be in Pennsylvania. Hamilton, New York. Hamilton, New York. Yep. Beautiful this time of year, yep. I'm sure. Maybe. I have no idea. Wow. It could be anywhere in New York. 2,854 is their undergraduate enrollment. Their average annual cost is $72,000. It's a little bit of coin. All right. Add some money. Okay. Um, we are going to come back with a football mishmash um segment here i forgot the word i was gonna say episode but like wait we're in the middle of an episode football mishmash episode segment whatever we'll be back in a minute matt i don't think i could end a segment more professionally than i just did yeah and i also kind of miss colgate power hour that we were having right there i gotta say that was a good time yeah um did you see i did a puzzle matt my wife and i've been doing a puzzle well, so did I. I actually texted you last night while I was finishing a puzzle. It nice. is a very nice accomplishment, and your picture sent a dagger in my heart. I felt horrible for you. 1,500 pieces, the Boston skyline. Lot. It is a beautiful photo. Mm-hmm. It is wonderful. The colors are rich tapestry. Took forever. It's a tough puzzle. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Um, 1,500 pieces. We put in 1,499. <laughs> uh, we've got one missing and a five-year-old yellow Labrador that is the leading <laughs> candidate suspect. For, <laughs> suspect uh for why we were not able to finish that just devastating anyway that's a shame that is a shame yeah anyway, anyway um so i had the uh scorching hot take on yesterday's show that mel tucker is already my favorite spartans coach ever yeah and you didn't i mean you pushed back you disagreed and that's totally fine i disagreed uh, but I, I knew i wasn't going to talk you off of it yeah so, you didn't yeah. you didn't hammer me for it and i even no. had some people like liking tweets about it and stuff like yo yeah like no one is gonna side with me and that's fine i'm a visionary i'm out in front that's the job yeah of course But, but let me just submit this as another piece of evidence it is a tweet from mel tucker it's hashtag takeout Tuesday. Love it. it. Love his hashtag use. During this time, it's so important to try and support your local businesses. Fantastic message. Yeah. Getting some barbecue at Gravity Barbecue. He is a man after my own heart. Getting drive through barbecue. Like, that's my guy. Yeah, had a nice local establishment too. Yep. Just trying yep. to keep uh, places above water in these troubling times, Will. Yep, and I've never been to Gravity Barbecue. It's Same. yeah, it's in. It looks uh, awesome though. I gotta say, yeah. I was cruising the menu a little bit. It, it does look sensational. It's in Holt, Michigan. Um, right. Nice, nice rating on the old Google uh, reviews, and and now I'm gonna check it out uh, the next time I'm in the area. So Mel Tucker, drumming up local business for a local business in a Man tough time. Man of the people, while continuing to spread the message. Of, you know, takeout food. 
right? Doing social, the, the social distance thing. We're still doing it. Still plays, yeah. I still go to my pizza joint every week. Yeah, it's 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 fine. It's fantastic. That's it, it's my guy. Like he's just my freaking guy. And like I don't, that, there's no way quicker to my heart than going through and getting some drive-through barbecue. Like that, that's where it's at. That's no. I'm all about it. God, that sounds so, so delightful right now. Just yeah. going to keep presenting evidence as we uh, move. I got takeout barbecue at a local establishment. Um, what is today? Tuesday, I think like Friday night. So a few days ago. Um, fantastic decision by myself. Um, so, yeah, I was just smitten by this tweet. Wow, yeah, he is he is directly pandering to you. He is. <laughs> I, like... I, 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 I see right through you, Coach Mel. I see right through you. Just trying to win over the the cynical <laughs> Will Hunter of, a, of the media. <laughs> there, there's a non-zero chance that, and we were laughing about this when Mel Tucker was getting hired. Like I would figure out who would be, um, like a support staff coach or things like that. Because I'd like text you like, "Hey, the director of player personnel from Colorado just followed me," <laughs> and like it, it yeah, would just right. it kept happening with like five six different people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a non-zero chance that they just figured out, hey, this guy seems like he's got some Twitter followers and he's kind of a, a curmudgeon. Let's buy up some data, figure out what he buys. And yeah. Mel, you can just pander mm-hmm. to him every now and then with a tweet. We'll win him over easy. Uh, and he's got this podcast and and yeah. we can uh, get get some media favor on our side with uh, just, you know, just barbecue tweets. That's all you need. You don't even have yeah. to like do anything for him. Just pander to him. Mm-hmm. Of the six million dollars they had for the assistant pool, they actually took <laughs> seven hundred grand out of that to uh, research you and just stalk you and find out what yeah. you like and don't like and everything. You yeah. don't you don't need that much to. Uh, <laughs> to uh, they use it anyway, though. No, it's like seventeen dollars will buy you all my data, <laughs> all of it. I am not important in any way, shape, or form. All right. What is important though is recruiting, and that segues perfectly. You like that? Professional. Just a complete pro. Look at you. Uh, I have a favorite recruit probably ever, um, certainly in this this upcoming 2022 class, Matt. Yeah. Uh, And you know me. Um, Mm -hmm. I I get into recruiting a little bit just in terms of factual. Here's who they offered. Here's who's got them in the top five. Here's this, that, and the other. I'm not an insider or anything like that. I just, you know, here's some stuff you might be interested in knowing. Yeah, but I'm I'm in. I'm all the way in on Curtis Neal, a defensive tackle out of North Carolina, who Michigan State offered um, late Monday night. Um, I'm all in, Matt. Yeah. I'm all the and way I, in. I, I could see why too. I, I mean, just even off the field, it's, it's sensational. On Guy the field, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. to oh, uh, on the field, he's a five or four-star defensive tackle, number like 200 player in the class, uh, top 10 defensive tackle. He's a really, really good prospect by all measures, right? Mm-hmm. So that's great. That's not what I care about. I, I'm not, you know, that's wonderful. And I hope they get as many talented four-stars, five-stars, high three-stars as they can get. But that's not yeah. why he's my favorite prospect, Matt. Tell us why. A month ago, March 9th, yeah. 2020, one Curtis Neal, who is a sophomore in high school, mm-hmm. <laughs> tweeted, uh, respect my decision with a top five. And that is a pretty typical thing you'll see from a recruit. And at it, top five, here's my schools, here's what I'm looking at. All right. Mm-hmm. Instead of schools, this 300-pound 
16 year old <laughs> which is fantastic defensive tackle tweeted his top five um in order louisiana or popeye's louisiana kitchen yeah strong chick-fil-a mm-hmm. cookout yeah zaxby's mm-hmm. and bojangles powerful powerful power, power, power five. five um we're lucky enough to have Popeyes and Chick-fil-A in Michigan finally. Yeah. Zaxby's needs to get up here. Bojangles needs to get up here. I don't think Cookout will ever make it up here. That'd um, be a tough one, I think. That's gonna be a tough one. But Cookout, you can get ninety-seven cheeseburgers and pieces of chicken and fries and a milkshake for three dollars and thirty seven cents. Yes. Absolutely. So um And that's th- with tax. And that's with tax. All of those uh, are southern staples. A couple have certainly expanded uh, further north in the uh, fast food slash chicken game. Um, it's just fantastic. And yeah. that, the, that tweet got 6,000 retweets and 50,000 likes. Scott Van Pelt said, I'm following you now on general principle. <laughs> like, that is the best tweet I've ever seen from a recruit on, like, a recruiting thing. Like, that, that takes it for me. Um so I was all in already, right? Sure, yeah. And then there's more. There is? I, no, this I don't know. Two hours ago, as we, we yeah. recorded 9.30 Tuesday night, two hours ago, Curtis Neal mm-hmm. tweeted, business is business, 1,000% committed, tagged his editor that is doing the edits for him and posted a, um, a video of him in a Popeye's uniform standing in front of a Popeye's with the word committed over it and like lightning bolts and crap. <laughs> oh man, to, to Popeye's. To huh? Popeye's. So he's committed to Popeye's. Um, oh man, shoot. Okay, he's got to drive a little bit to get to the closest Popeye's in East Lansing. At least there's a Popeye's. It's better than it being Zaxby's and he has to drive to Ohio. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. All right. So it's, yeah, it, it's kind of by McLaren, it looks like, out in Lansing. That, that's yeah. In Bla- Let's just old, see how far from Spartan Stadium. Old Lansing Mall, 20 minutes. Oh, that's, that's just 10 minutes. That's fine. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not an issue. We can, get you to, we can get you to and from 30 minute round trip. 10 minutes there, 10 minutes to order, 10 minutes back. That's not going to yeah. be an issue. All right. So, if, Chris, Crystal Ball him? Yeah, and I went to the Popeyes too in Lansing after a, a D'Antonio press conference last year. The, the chicken sandwich came out. It's like I got to get to Popeyes, um, yeah, so it's yourself. not that far. Um, yeah. And and really, Mel Tucker, if you're listening to this, get another yes. get another Popeyes built close to the stadium in town. In the get stadium. another Popeyes built. Get a Zaxby's. Get a Bojangles. Get a cookout. Get all those delicious wonderful places that you can find in the south get a waffle house too i don't think we have a waffle house anywhere near just litter them around town use your power and influence they're gonna make money they're gonna be great just do it yeah. make make the kids from the south feel like they're at home when they're visiting michigan state you gotta do you got it rules an iron fist mel and that means bring <laughs> food north Yes. Um, last football thing here, and then we'll uh, transition to our third segment. And Matt, you're going to do all the talking in the third segment because all I've oh, been God. doing is talking. No, it's great. That's how the people want it. No, it's not how they want it. And, uh, you'd be surprised. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, Michigan State, by the time you listen to this, 3 o'clock Eastern on Wednesday, uh, should be adding their fourth commit to the 2021 Class. I almost said 2020, 2021 class. Uh, looks like Derek Harmon, who projects as a nose tackle kind of three, four guy, someone that you need 
in the middle of uh, the defense that Michigan State's going to eventually transition to. Uh, out of Loyola, Detroit, three-star prospect um, is currently projected to be heading to Michigan State, set his commitment uh, time for 3 o'clock here on Wednesday. So it looks like another um, barrage of 21 Built Strong gifts will be visiting our timeline soon. Yeah. And yeah, shout out to uh, the Catholic League schools over here in Detroit. What's up, Loyola? So yeah, he's got good measurables, just like you were saying, 6'3", um, 320 pounds. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's solid. Um, yeah, so once it becomes official, we'll dive a little bit deeper into it, mm-hmm. maybe, right? I, I don't want go, to get too far ahead of ourselves, but... Yeah, he's um, he's a really big kid, obviously. Um and he's someone who's kind of uh, his profile has increased of late. He got an Ole Miss offer um, last month, and you know Michigan State's kind of been kind of on him. He's not the most highly ranked kid, um, but it seems like it's another one of these kind of underrated type guys. He's he's really big, really athletic, um, and yeah, we'll we'll talk more about it tomorrow, but. Looks like Michigan State will be getting another one, and then it shouldn't be too long after that. I'm forgetting uh, there's another one coming up here that's going to be Michigan State's fifth recruit in the 2021 class. So a couple more defensive linemen should be added to the mix here in a couple of days. Yeah, not too shabby. And to go back on the offers, too, it's not like the longest list or there's not a lot of heavy hitters on this list, too, but... In early March, Ole Miss did reach out and offer him, and his main recruiter was Chris Partridge. Patridge? Partridge? I don't know. Guy he used to coach at Michigan. So it's an old Michigan coach that maybe mm-hmm. was familiar with him and also saw, hey, this is a kid to take a flyer on. So, yeah, MSU is definitely the probably the biggest program on here. Their only competition would be Ole Miss and Purdue as far as Power 5 offers. Yeah. But when a guy just left the state of Michigan and he goes back up and says, hey, I want to offer this kid, like, okay, that I mean, of course, that is the end-all be-all like yeah oh that's definite um yeah that's definitely a, a guy you got to get it's it's nice it's 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 nice that yeah we're not the only ones with eyes on him yeah so uh we will see how that all shakes out we're expecting a commitment there all right let's pause here we'll come back and matt you're going to lead the way on segment three with a very good listener question yes all right take it away This is one that's been sitting in the listener question cooler for a little bit. This is a Twitter question from Maddie Meh. I forgot how many H's are in that name, but it it was along the lines of this. If you can go back in history, world history, not just MSU history, not football history, basketball history, world history, and take any figure and put him on MSU, he did not specify which team. What would that? Who would that figure be, and why would you do it? Hmm. I've got an answer. Cooking. Well, do you have one, Will? No. Go ahead. Oh wow. Okay. I do. So I have. So I have some ideas, but I'm like, "Mm, figuring out. But let me. I want to hear you go first. Sure. So my guy is now. We're gonna go uh, dip our toes into Russia. I don't know our Russian (laughs) recruiting footprint right now. Uh, but I'm going to guess it's not that high. However, do you know what is high? Do you know what is large? Peter the Great. Peter the Great. Peter the Great rhymes with six foot eight. Do you know why? Because that's how tall Peter the Great was. It doesn't matter what sport we have him in. Football, <laughs> line him up at tight end. Six foot eight. I don't know. I mean, it's not even have that big. Get some jump balls. 
Basketball, that's a strong power forward right there. Maybe play some five a little bit. I don't know. But let's go on beyond the height. So a quick Wikipedia skim leads me to a few things. First off, he was, uh, quote, a major... Uh, no, oh god, I, I've already lost my spot. Okay, sorry, quote, He expanded the Sardom into a much larger empire that became a major European power and also laid the groundwork for Russian Navy and capturing ports of Azov and the Baltic Sea. This man can also expand a recruiting footprint as well. So not only are you getting a player, you're also getting a guy that can culturally and physically make you into a larger entity just with his presence alone. But you're probably wondering, okay, but what does he do on the field other than just be tall? I'll tell you what he can do on the field other than just be simply tall. He never really had good health. Well, um, in the winter of 19... No, 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 no. In the winter of 1723, um, his, oh, his health was never robust. He was having problems with his urinary tract and bladder. So they did a small surgery. Well, they removed four pounds of blocked urine from Peter the Great's bladder. You know what, though? Few months after that surgery, he went out and he tried to save some soldiers that were drowning in the sea. They were a little icy, though, and that kind of caused more problems to his bladder. And, well, you know, he ended up kicking the bucket back then because medicine in Russia, not that great in the 1700s. Anyway, why did I bring all that up? Two things. One, that guy can play through pain. Hmm. That guy can take mm-hmm. a dome shot in the first quarter <laughs> and still get you 200 yards receiving in the following three quarters. And that's a guy that'll do anything for his teammates. You need him to take some body blows down in the paint? Ooh, he's your guy. You need him to chip block when you go into shotgun? Yes, sir, he will do it. He will take on Chase Young, no issue. It doesn't matter how hurt he is. I got to go Peter the Great here. Tall, recruiter, powerful, strong, tough, um... Excuse me if I just... If Peter the Great has a horrible past, I'm sorry I did not get to that part of the Wikipedia, but hey, you know what? Uh, I'd like to think I'm getting more good than bad here with Peter. Well, six I, foot eight, I, the me, Great. Yeah, let me interrupt you here. Just a headline. Why Peter the Great tortured and killed his own son. Oh, no! <laughs> All right, so we're going to need a really good PR team around Peter the Great then. Shoot. What did his son do? What did his son do? Um, what does it say? Is it justified at all? <laughs> no. uh, well, it's from history.com. <laughs> oh. uh, I think it had to do with the uh, throne, right? Mm. Coming oh, after okay. the Okay. F- yeah, he protects his turf. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a team first guy. He put a tax on beards. Yeah, good. Okay, a little bit of like uh, George Steinbrenner Yankees yeah. <laughs> uh, to him. Yeah, and that seemed to work for Steinbrenner and the Yankees back then. I, I see no issues so far, minus the whole. Uh, his, his son uh, went to Europe and um, mm-hmm. was through raised in the Enlightenment era, um, okay. which is focused on math, science, modern things instead of, um, uh, I don't know, like... Um, yeah, it sounds like Peter the Great's got football guy vibes to him. Yeah, like, he didn't want that fluffy art stuff. His oh, son, get, yeah, his son was with too much thinking, and so get he just to the steel mill. <laughs> yeah, his, oh, yeah, his son okay. did uh, logistics in the army. Um, you know, right. made sure everything was running well. Okay, so you're I'm going sure with Peter great. the Great. That's your answer. Peter six foot eight the Great. Yeah, if if we could get a stronger marketing and PR team around him, I would really like that more. But yeah, right now Peter the Great. Peter the Great. Is it cheating just to say like LeBron James? That's, that's, yeah, oh boy. Do you know? Uh, yeah, pro- pro- <laughs> probably, probably one of the greatest athletes of all time, if not the greatest. Probably, yeah, like, like Bo Jackson. Like that just seems like there's some cheat codes here. <laughs> 
Boy, yeah. I would have would have loved having Cam Newton quarterback the Spartans for a few years. Um, uh, I, I I suppose. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm I'm going to go outside of oh, sports. Okay. You're about uh, that. Yeah. Um, I think there's some obvious answers uh, historically. I think Leonidas is one that you kind of look to. You obviously have the Spartan connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, of course, you know, I, a great tactician, fierce warrior. Uh, we know the story uh, or part of the story of the 300 Spartans. Um, and we're assuming he was super jacked, you know, yeah. I'm, I yeah. kind of, it's hard to picture him as anything other than Gerard Butler, you know? Yeah, so true. give me like Leonidas or really any, like I walk up to him like, Hey, who's the, who's the best athlete in the whole squad? You got anyone? I know you guys are all like five, seven because Correct. this is, yeah, that, that's of, the big yeah, issue here. Yeah. It's hundreds of years ago. It doesn't matter. Like how tall is freaking um, throwing the slot. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like Christian Nick McCaffrey's not tall. Yeah. Sure. No, of course not. So solid running back, I suppose. Um, to you, you can be smaller and be a running back, but like you know, if they're all like five seven, five eight, five nine, there's got to be a dude in there who's like six one. Like, who's the freak? Give me your guys' freak. There's always someone who's bigger, and I want that guy. Um, so maybe that. Like, give me the best athlete among the Leonidas's three hundred Spartans. I don't have mm-hmm. a specific name for you, yeah. um, but something like that. I thought about Napoleon um, as a tactician, you know, football coach type Uh, okay i I don't know if he knows the rules but you know that someone with that sort of tactical know-how in uh in combat could probably figure out how to win in football we know football the early days of it um modeled after military exercises and and sort of the military aspect of it uh played a big role in the early stages of football so so i'm thinking there um you know, if we want to dip into religion, like I could just take like God. Okay, yeah, I think you can get you some points. Right, or pick yeah, any, an pick yeah. a, a God figure for any religion that you Ooh, want. Could you to. imagine just like Moses on, on third and one? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my God, like, it's automatic first down. Move the chains. It, it seems like there's some unfair um, abilities potentially at play there. And again, everyone yeah. was like four and a half feet tall. Um, when you can part of C, that doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a non-issue. Uh, is 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 this open to fiction? I don't necessarily think so, but I don't. Yeah, why not? Just yeah, give me a fictitious name. Yeah, like Harry Potter. Well, sure. Yeah, well, only if he's got the Nimbus, whatever. He's well, even on. that. I mean, there's like spells, and I'm sure I don't know all of it. I, I'm a moderate Harry Potter fan, but like. You know, we can Harry disappear and then reappear in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah it seems you know obvious uh, touchdowns there. So, um, yeah, I don't know that I have a, a solid one hundred percent. This is my answer. If I had to pick someone, I would stick with Leonidas and or the best athlete in his band of three hundred. Um, yeah, a lot of lot of choices there. And I've got one more too. Shout out to Teddy Roosevelt. Give me Andre might- the Giant. Andre the Giant, that's strong. That's yeah. strong. If, if I would love... That oh, route, Teddy yeah. would be great. Teddy would Teddy be would just... Teddy would because he, he looked a tad fluffy, but really he was a little muscular. Uh, there's an old anecdote that I'm reading right now as we are recording this. Uh, he had a muscular build that at one time there was an assassination attempt on him, but the bullet lodged in his muscles. So his uh, jacked stature is credited for saving his life. So that's a guy that you want to line up. Probably like linebacker, I think. I don't think he can cover enough ground to play like safety, for example. 
But yeah, I think or ooh, like a nice three technique, like a down lineman sewn in the trenches there. Yeah, that's that's what I'm on too. So Peter the Great, Teddy Roosevelt. That's my one and two. Teddy's uh yeah, that's a good one. He was a big boxer growing up. He was actually very sickly as a child, Teddy. Um, Perfect. He's built character then. Yeah, right. so it's a little surprising he grew up the way he did um, in terms of his burliness and just that rough rider attitude, um, if you know anything about him. Yeah, quite the uh, quite the figure there, Teddy Roosevelt. And he could, uh, I think he could find his way to success in a football field for sure. I think so, definitely. Maybe even a basketball court too. I could see him being five hard fouls to give kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that he was that tall. Here, let me see. Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, I height. didn't say where the fouls oh, were. Those, those, those fouls five were in ten. the backcourt. Yeah, five ten. Yeah, those are yeah, backcourt fouls. Yeah, not an issue. Backcourt fouls. Um, all right, I think we got enough answers out of that segment. <laughs> I'm feeling good about mine. Yeah, we just gotta, you know, brush the whole sun murder thing under the rug and we're, we're good. Yeah, I mean it's like it's warish type stuff. You excuse, you excuse things. Absolutely, we're yeah. not all perfect humans. Come on, yeah. As the Grand Valley offensive coordinator found out. Ooh, yeah, tough. Yeah, tough look can't there. do that. No, right, no. That's going to do it for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We'll, of course, be back tomorrow. Probably dip more into some listener questions. Talk about uh, Derek Harmon. If he does end up committing to Michigan State, we can dive into that uh, a little bit. And, yeah, figure it yeah. out as we go. Whatever a weird thing <laughs> pops off because these days – Everyone's at their wits end and things keep happening um, and we keep finding things to talk about. So it's been enjoyable. We'll be talking to oh, yeah. Trayvon Pendleton, I think Wednesday night um, or no Thursday night. One of those nights. One of those nights. We'll have night. him out night and we'll have him uh, later in the week as well. So look forward to that. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thanks so much for listening. Matt, take us home. Yep. Thank you for listening to Locked on Colgate Raiders. We will see you next time. <laughs>